calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to Rachel Uncensored, the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. I'm Rachel Ballinger, and I'm here with... I'm so sorry. That was cute. That was rude. I thought it was cute. I'm here with Belch. I mean, it could be my new nickname. What's the difference between a burp and a Belch? I feel like Belch is like deep, and it comes from like the girth of your belly, and a burp is just like... So Okay. Yeah, like a Belch like radiates off the... Yeah. I'm making this up, but it sounds right. Oh, it sounds right to me too. Yeah. Okay. I'm here with Emily. Do you want the Do you want Brostaff or Bostaff? I love Brostaff. That's my name. Are you legally changing it to Brostaff? I am strongly considering it. Emily Brostaff, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Usually, I have more different guests every once in a while, but no, Emily's just here again. I'm like the. I'm like a. I was gonna. Oh, it's uncensored. I can't say it. No, I feel like that's insensitive. I was gonna say I'm like herpes. I just never go away. <laughs> But what can it, what's, what's a little more sensitive thing I could say? I'm like a fly? No, they die too quickly. Yeah. Um, what? Uh, what's mm-hmm. the worms I have in my tree? Oh, I already forgot. They have the a Boris na- worms? They have a nasty name. Is it Boris? No, no. but borehole worms. Borehole worms. They can't get rid of me no matter how hard you try. You can vinegar and lemon that all day long and that bitch is staying. She's always coming back. Uh, all right. So I decided I wanted this to be the dirtiest episode I've ever done. I love that. What type of dirty? I don't care. Just I want it dirty. Yeah. So I asked Instagram to tell me their dirtiest stories. I didn't say sexual. No, you just said dirty. I just said dirty. And your mind can do with that as it will. Um, and then I've asked Emily to go through DMs because... Sometimes I don't like seeing mean things that people say. Yeah. I also hated the way I spoke just now. Wow. Who does baby voice now? I, well, because I'm a giant baby when I don't want to read my comments and stuff. But that was, that was gross. Yeah. I hate myself at the moment for the baby talk. Say one nice thing about yourself. Make up for it. I'm tall. I do love that about you. Me too. Yeah. I'm very tall. 
yeah oh my i got sunburned the other day it's starting to, the bottom part no the top part's turning into a tan mine too yeah but i'm still pale in other spots well it's a very weird tan i have going on on so my stomach next time you go out just rub the lotion where the tan is and leave the pale spots out to burn and then it'll equal out i've heard that's how that works yeah so, so. Next, next week we're going on the boat again and i'll do that yeah exactly how about i just don't burn myself anymore Ugh, boring fine whatever i lived in the sun my entire life and so i never worried about sunburns because my t- skin was just always tan mm-hmm. and as an adult i wear clothes more often i guess interesting well i don't live at the beach like as yeah. a kid my summers were just at the beach every single day yeah i i went to the beach once and it was last monday i played volleyball in the evening when the sun was setting yeah when the sun was setting i summers are not what they we were conditioned mm. to think summers are the best. Right. But as an adult, it's just as equally as depressing as the winter. Yes. <laughs> but it's hotter. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to deal with snow and rain. I mean, I love those things, but to live in them suck. But the sun's out well, a little bit longer, I guess. Yeah. It's not that great. Well, and we also live in California, so it's just like we don't have drastic seasons. No. Like the rest like, of the world. Huh, it's a little bit warmer today out. Right. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. <laughs> yep. Anyway, today is the dirty episode. Emily, do you have dirty things for me? Well, first, do you want to tell the audience how you're doing? This isn't ETI. Oh, we don't talk about feelings? Well, not really. Oh. Well, then, I don't want to hear how you're doing. <laughs> I'm not interested anymore. Um, <laughs> I'm fine, but I don't think that's what this audience cares about. Oh. Well, suck it. <laughs> All right, so I have categories for you. Okay, because when love you this. said you wanted it to be like dirty, I was thinking like dirty, interesting, quirky, weird. None of those have to do with the word dirty. Those are not synonyms. Gross and dirty. Okay, weird, quirky. Well, here my mind just flowed. You have to go with my okay. my flow. Okay, because I first I started looking up like dirty stories, and then it was yeah. like it led me to like dirty sex stories. But then a lot of those dirty sex stories led to hospital stories. And then those hospital stories led to like medical stories. And it just kept going and going and going. So where it all originated in the dirt Google search. Uh-huh. And somehow expanded to Because I also told Emily she can just find me. I said, look up the dirtiest word, the dirtiest story, mm-hmm. the dirtiest joke. Yeah. I want dirty. Ooh. Whatever that means to you. It could literally mean like a farming story. So see, quirky. Or- that's not quirky. You said it could d- be whatever I wanted it to be. You just said With that. With the word dirty. But quirky Quirkily is not- dirty. Okay. <laughs> you can't give me free reign and then be I didn't bad give at what I found. I free reign. I said dirty. You said, oh, just whatever. whatever around that word. Yeah. And so, you decided the word then changed to quirky. I'm just saying, how many Google refreshes would it take? How many clicks would it take you to get from dirty to quirky? I'm guessing three. You know how people do that on Wikipedia? Oh, yeah, yeah, They're yeah. Like yeah. How, many, how many clicks are you going to have to do to get to a certain topic? I'm guessing three. So we're in the family tree. It's like a, a distant cousin once removed that really no one likes to acknowledge. That's the energy I'm going with today. You're welcome. I am going to roast the shit out of you. I'm so excited. If these aren't near dirty. Okay, well, then let's start with dirty. Let's okay, start so with he- dirty. Here are the categories. I have germ myths, which I thought were pretty interesting. Germ myths? Myths. I want to hear this immediately. Well, let, let, well oh my okay, God, I'm so impatient. I know, I know. We're working on it. Okay. All right. The dirtiest jobs and how much they get paid. Yes. Um, really 
gross stuff about animals like like how oh, you would love of course you would oh, love that that's foul it. and like how they can affect you See, foul i is like that word for dirty like quirky no <laughs> never is that a synonym then we have disgusting history facts and stories okay, like, like of that. what they used to do back in the day yeah yeah, yeah I like we that. have really gross hospital stories yes we have gross sex stories and then this i don't think is like I would never say I would say this is not a synonym or related to dirty, but I, it was one of those things I stumbled across because the article was like world's grossest foods. And I don't like that. Like we've talked about like this, this before, like something we find is someone gross. Must, yeah, someone else might love another country. It's like their staple or they love it or like, yeah, I don't part of their culture. I used to this food back in the day. Um, obviously, I'm not who I am back in the day. Yeah. And my palate has drastically changed as with my world viewpoints. And I very much would not dis a food anymore no but i am interested because they are different so i am interested if you weren't vegan would you eat them like would mm. you would you have a mental block uh yes you know if you were to go to this country and try and be a part of their culture could you my do dad it? ate live guppies once when he went to an asian country <sighs> and he did he had he he ate it out of uh, respect yeah yeah because he's a, a like, was he like on a business trip yeah, or he's something? A sale, he was yeah. a traveling salesman mm -hmm. for many, many years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My, That's a lot for me. Uh, yeah. My, I don't think I could do that. I don't think I can do anything with a face. Like if I can see the face yeah. as I'm eating it, I don't think I can no, do it. No, yeah. I, had, I was always very good at detaching the face from mm -hmm. what I'm eating. Mm -hmm. Like this is a burger, not a cow. <laughs> That's not a cow. It's a burger. That's a burger. <laughs> right. But when you're like, here's a guppy. Yeah. You can't be like. Oh. No, it's a guppy. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, no, it's a guppy. Right. All right. All so, right. all right. Which category would you like to start? I with? wanted the germs. I want to go down. I liked all these. Okay. Did you get any from the people? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So, some of them are screenshots that I put into these categories. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love okay. It. So you want the germ myths? I want the germ myths. Okay. Um, might not be as interesting as the rest of the categories, but they are. They're so, uh, they're so good. I'm not selling this very well. They're gonna be so interesting. Just give us facts. We can we can. Okay. Rapid. So this article is titled five myths about germs that you need to stop believing. And so the first one I found so interesting because up until 10 minutes ago, I thought this was true that hot water disinfects better. It doesn't. What? Yeah. So cool water washes away the same amount of bacteria as hot water, according to a recent study of people whose hands were analyzed for germs after washing at various temperatures. It says the faucet water would have to be well above 100 degrees Fahrenheit Which to kill. Which would burn you. Exactly. You would get burned. Any bacteria on your hand. So it, it says it all depends on how long you run your hands under the water and, and how well you scrub with the soap, not the temperature of the water. Because in like restaurants, it's a requirement that there's like hot, immediate hot water mm -hmm. to wash at the washing stations. But you know what? Sanitize. And I've told everyone this because I know so many people that run their dishwashers, but don't put on the heat cycle. The, the actual dishwashing does not clean your dishes. It just gets the food substances off of it. It's the heat cycle that kills the bacteria. So if you're not running the heat cycle with your dishwash. I have no idea what a heat cycle is. I just put it on normal uh, dough. Uh, the drying at the end. Oh, I do dry boost. Yeah. And if, if you don't, a lot of people will turn off the drying because it takes a lot of electricity. Oh, But I never that's that. what sanitizes your dishes. I did not know that. Yeah. So it's not the water or the temperature of the water that you wash your dishes in. It's because the heat gets above 100 degrees Fahrenheit, you know, whatever to kill the bacteria. Oh, yeah. When you pull them out, they're really hot. Yeah. Like burns. Yeah. Right. So that's the temperature you'd have to wash your hands at if you actually wanted it to make a difference. Ah. Right? The more you know. 
Yep. Um, okay, this one. I feel like we all kind of knew this one, that hand dryers are not more sanitary. Oh, yes. Oh, that's so it's blowing fucking disgusting. Poop particles around. Yes. I and then, never use a hand dryer. Me neither. I, I will wipe it on the, my on my own ass. Yes. Yep. I will wipe it on my shirt before I use a hand dryer. Yep. Um, and then speaking of poop particles, apparently the whole um, if your toothbrush is within eight feet of your toilet is a myth. I knew it. I knew it. I, I fucking knew it. We keep ours in a drawer for aesthetic reasons. Oh, because you just want like a clear counter. Yeah. Yeah. Abby does not like things on the counter. Yeah. So it says your toothbrush, they tested a bunch, like obviously like thousands of toothbrushes for the study. And your toothbrush does have feces particles on it. Oh. Because you don't wash your hands well enough. Or like even if your toothbrush is not near the toilet, like I don't, if you put it down on the counter, like I don't know, like the, yeah. there's there's poop. And this is what I've learned from this research in the past hour. I am disgusted and I kind of already knew it, but I was avoiding it and getting it out of my head. And now I've just been slapped in the face with it. There's poop particles everywhere. And especially oh, yeah. on your phone. More, oh, yeah. more than any other surface in your entire home besides the inside of your toilet. But your phone has more poop particles on it than your toilet seat. I believe that. And so if you grab your phone and then grab your toothbrush without yeah. washing in between. So your, your toothbrush does have poop particles on it, but it's not. Unless, they said unless your toothbrush is in with, within two feet of your toilet and you flush with your lid open. Okay, so two feet lid open. Yeah, so if it's more than two feet away and your lid is closed, it, there's not giant poop particles flinging out of the toilet and landing yeah, yeah, on your yeah, toothbrush. Yeah. It's, All right. It's from your phone and your hands. Well, this also is just making me realize that like, a little poop, poop isn't going to hurt anybody. No, remember we read that story about the mom that put the poop in her kid's chili? Do you remember that? Or, oh my God. Or did you? I think I blocked that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why did she do that? Um, because she said she wanted to boost their immune system. So she would put a oh tablespoon of poop God. in their chili once a month. And you said, how bad does your cooking have to be that no one notices? There's poop. I'm fucking hilarious. That's my favorite. I don't even remember that. That's my favorite response I've ever gotten. That was so hilarious. Yeah, so, well, with my dogs, I figured there's poop everywhere because they poop and then they'll rub their butts on stuff and up against yeah. stuff. And well, oh, and great segue. That was the last myth that I saw, and I and I feel like a lot of people know this, but just to get it out there for everyone because we just discovered on ati that common no no it was here common knowledge is not common knowledge yeah, what the dog's mouths aren't cleaner than humans no they are so disgusting they're foul i remember yeah. learning that on mythbusters yes yep a lot of these are like what mythbusters yes. has done yeah all right well those were pretty gross yeah so there are your your myths. way to start a dirty podcast yeah all right so now do you want to go into jobs history stories animals hospital or sex it's like Jeopardy. Like, pick your category. Um, let's go. I want jobs. I want to know the dirtiest jobs. Okay. So we all know the, like, regular ones, which are, like, uh, a sanit- uh, what are the people that pick up your trash? Is- garbage men? Sanitation? Crew? Sanitation. I think they're called, like, sanitation specialists or something. Okay. Like, yeah, garbage men that come, or women. Garbage people. Um, <laughs> that sounds like an insult. You garbage people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, we all know, and, like, we know people that, like, clean porta potties like we know the oh god that has to be a foul job and apparently they make sixty thousand a year doing that good if, for them if they can clean and i read this on the article if they can read if they can clean six to eight porta potties a day because porta potties have to be cleaned manually obviously yes. they make they can make sixty thousand a year which i feel like is not nearly enough no they should be making two hundred thousand a year but i read a thing where it was like people are starting to realize they're like teachers always said like 
you better work harder. You're going to end up as a garbage man. Little did they tell us that garbage men were making more money than them. Or plumbers. They yes. make six figures and they, yeah. they don't have to go to like, like college. They go to trade school. They go to trade school, which is a lot less expensive. And you, you can earn money doing trade school because half yeah. of it is um, like, like intern, not internship, uh, on-site training. What is and, that called? Mm, what is that called? Don't know. Re- uh, some with an, uh, no, that's your residency is when you're a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing to me. What are you doing your residency for? Huh? Plumbing. Plumbing. <laughs> Honestly, they should Listen, use that. Yeah. I would use it. Uh, in, on t- in t- oh, I'm on the tip of my tongue. You got this. No, I don't. You're doing... Apprenticeship. Apprenticeship. There you go. I'm so proud of you. Oh my god, that was such a big word. That was such a big word. I'm so sorry. It took me so long to get there. Uh, Yeah. So you could make money during that. So Mm -hmm. being a plumber or an electrician or a garbage man, woman, people, (laughs) uh, is actually a really like it's a yeah totally decent way. It's harder to like. Well, no, because like if you're a plumber, like you can start your own business. Like you can eventually Mm -hmm. become. You know, there isn't a ceiling. Right. Like yeah. people are like, oh, you can only get promoted so much or whatever. I'm like, you could run your own plumbing business if you right. want to. Yeah. Like you don't have to go to business school. Right. And the unions that a bunch of these like oh, blue yeah. collar jobs have, like they get incredible benefits and like, yeah. you know, whatever. And like, like they're good paying jobs yeah. for, for the most part. I mean, there's always going to be people out there that are like you know i only earn like fifteen thousand, and i'm unclogging toilets every day but like for the majority like good insurance good paying they're they can join unions like yeah yeah so we know the typical ones okay um okay i didn't know about this uh i I didn't even think about it crime scene cleaner (gasps) is one of the like actual most hazardous jobs you can have and there was a story in here genuinely it is too gross and graphic. Yeah, I want it. yeah on I want here, it. it made me realize how because they have to deal with body parts. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and blood and 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 feces and urine and and sometimes when bodies are left for too long, they have oh, to the deal. Oh, the maggots and the flies and <sighs> oh, the explosion and the smell. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, and they make anywhere from. I mean, if you're like a a top notch, you own your Crap. own business, you can make like a good six figures but they said like the average makes between 80 and ninety thousand a year and of course this is i'm, I'm sure there are people in the comments that are gonna be like eh. it depends per state it depends like, there's yeah, all the, you yeah, know yeah. but just in general 80 to ninety thousand a year which again i don't feel like is that's enough. not enough no it's so that is not enough yeah I, I just the trauma alone you have to be so detached mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yep so that one i didn't think about before didn't know this was a job Animal urine collector. What? Mm-hmm. For what? Um. So a lot of things like you can go to like Home Depot or like even Walmart. <gasps> oh, because you need like an animal scent for hunting and mm-hmm. stuff or to deter animals. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people, because I grew up in the South, so a lot of people would go to Walmart like once a month and they'd buy coyote pee and they would and they 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 make a border around their property with a coyote pee so that like their dogs didn't get snatched by coyotes or like. You know, just and then with hunting, you want deer pee smell so that deers are attracted to you. And wow, that's disgusting. I had never put it together that someone has to collect that. Someone has to collect it. That doesn't seem humane. There has to be like they're locked up in cages. So do that. So this said an animal urine collector is a unique job for sure. According to what there's a little flag over what the article 
it says, according to this article that I can't see, deer have to be kept overnight. The floor, they have to be kept in a room overnight. The floor in the room has tiny holes where the urine drips and gets collected underneath. Urine collectors have to come up with a gallon each night, but they typically earn around 80000 a year. I think that one's reasonable. I feel like that one's reasonable. So there's like a room underneath the room that the deer are in with holes and buckets. So they collect the filled up buckets after the pee has dripped through the holes and into the buckets, and then they package it up and send it off. I mean, it's gross, but it's just urine. It's just pee, at least. When you're dealing with the poop or body parts, everything should be up. Yeah, but have you smelled? Uh, I mean, I'm from the South. So, like, if I were to ask anyone from the South, been like, have you smelled deer pee? They'd be like, well, yeah. I'm sure. No, I, I have yeah. never <laughs> smelled deer pee. People in my high school were bitches. And if they were mad at you, they would go to Walmart and they'd buy a, a pint of deer pee and they'd pour it in your AC vents <gasps> on the outside of your car. So you would get in your car and you can't get rid of it. Like even changing the filter, it's like it takes months to go away. So if like someone didn't like you, your your car would just smell like deer piss. That should mm-hmm. be illegal. I'm sure it is. That's like messing with someone's property. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a bunch of high school girls running. Like who's who's going to catch them? You know? Wow. That's uh-huh. terrible. It's disgusting. So and then the last one that I saw and I actually watched a little mini documentary. It was, there's this um, YouTube channel called like adam knows or adam knows all or something i don't know but he's he's basically like a hank green yeah um but he's a little more like gen z and sarcastic and so i I really enjoy watching his stuff um and he did a whole mini series on sewer inspectors so like you know plumbers yeah you know like um septic tank cleaners like whatever sewer inspectors they have to like get in hazmat suits and i don't think a lot of people realize that sewers are massive underneath our cities oh they're huge like i could stand on your shoulders in the sewer underneath us under the roads and i still wouldn't be able to reach up and touch the ceiling yeah they're massive the gross thing that i saw in this documentary was um when flushable wipes they get stuck they create a wall in those wall the the, he said it was a 20 foot diameter wall of flushable wipes they're not flushable no i mean you yeah can, they'll flush you can <laughs> physically flush them but they are not going to disintegrate. to disintegrate no so they get stuck and that's someone's job is they have to go it basically look like a little pitchfork that they went down there with so they're in a hazmat suit and they have a pitchfork and they just stab away at this wall full of poopy flushable wipes and then they bag it up and then they take it to the dump that's someone's job they have to get paid so much money this one didn't say how much they got paid but i would assume you would have to because, oh, my God, that's terrible. Yeah. How much do sewer inspectors get paid? Because they have to make a lot. Nope, yeah. Nope, nope. There's no. Oh, nope, did you nope. have to see a picture? No, no. It says uh, uh, around $50,000. <gasps> no. No. They need to be paid so much more. Oh, Maybe because no. it doesn't happen that often. No. It says. On the low end, the sal- the salaries of sewer inspectors in the U.S. range from eighteen thousand to sixty two thousand, with a median salary of thirty six thousand. That's not enough money, is it? Because no. it doesn't happen that often. No, I think it's because it's one of those things where it's like it's unskilled, and so any like like it's uh, I'm not saying you, you don't have to go to a trade school or a, or get a bachelor's degree exactly. Or so they can they can hire someone that is just desperate for quick cash yeah and, just, and throw the money their way and say go you know clean all this up it's kind of like 
Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, that's disgusting, mm-hmm. though. So Sorry. don't don't, don't use flushable flush wipes. Those things. <laughs> don't. I thought everyone knew that. No. Um. So you can use them, but throw them in your trash can, which is also a little gross. But you, get a bidet. You do you. Get a bidet. Or at least get if you can't afford a bidet, get a squirt bottle. Well, <laughs> with how much you're spending on wipes, you'll eventually have already bought a bidet. Yeah. It's yeah. just an upfront fee, but like you can get cheap ones for like. I want to say like $70 you can get one. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, like the one I have is very expensive, but it's a heated toilet seat. It like literally sings to you. As yeah, you... it's like, hey, beautiful tushy. Right. Wow, great poop. Yeah, exactly. It, like ranks your poop. I need that. I need yeah. that. Not everyone needs that. Right. All right. Okay. Before we move on to the next genre of dirty, let's check if we have a sponsor for today. Sponsor, sponsor. <sighs> Skims. Skims is our sponsor for today. Everyone knows that finding a perfect t-shirt can be a challenge. Whether it's too big, too small, the fit is weirdly cut, or the quality is severely lacking. Luckily, I found the perfect t-shirt and it's at Skims. They have crop silhouettes for them femmes to long sleeves layering tees and there's styles for everyone. I've been wearing Skims for over a year now and I absolutely love the quality of everything I've gotten. It's silky smooth, it fits well, and my girlfriend always steals them from me. I absolutely love the cotton jersey t-shirt they sent me. It fits like an absolute dream. I wear it all the time. And my girlfriend stole the Skims soft smoothing t-shirt because it's extremely flattering and she can wear it on casual errands or when she wants to dress up for the night. If you want to try them out, then shop Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes XXS, to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know that i sent you that rachel uncensored sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select my show in the drop down menu that follows hey there this is justin bartha i made a funny new podcast king of the egg cream it has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like lewis black i'm torn by my feelings for two women bobby cannavale you can eat it or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. I am tired. Oh no. Oh yeah, it's because you can't have coffee. I can't have, I'm trying to drink green tea. If you missed it, I have GERD. <laughs> Um, and I can't have coffee or caffeine, but I can drink green tea, which has caffeine in it. I don't know. I'm not questioning it. Yeah. If I can get anything in me, I'm going to take it. But, um, yeah, I think I'm doing good. Okay, good. You I'm feel a little lot, bit better. I'm doing a lot better. Good. Um, I'm definitely not a hundred percent. I think I'm at like 80, 90%. Still I'm a lot better. Still got to keep up with this stupid diet I'm on. Yeah. But oh my God. Abby was like, well, welcome to normal life for people who don't drink coffee. I'm like, okay, I get that you're always this tired, but I'm going through withdrawals. Yeah. This isn't my normal. So yeah. I'm very confused. <laughs> I don't know what to do with myself. I just sometimes look in, out the window and I find her wandering aimlessly in the backyard. 
I'm so tired. I don't want to do anything. I know. All right. Sorry about my complaining. What's the next dirty genre we got? Okay. So we have gross and disturbing history stuff, hospital stories, animals, or sex. Let's go with the sex. Okay. Let's give people what they want. Okay. These are a couple couple that were submitted. Perfect. Okay. So it said, we were in the middle of sex and he let out a huge, loud, smelly fart and it totally (gasps) jolted me. It happens. Okay. It happens. Uh, you know, that's not the problem here. I was like, whoa, you really. Wait, but like a big one? I understand if a little one comes out. Yeah, fair. But a big one? Yeah, if like a little toot comes out, I'm like, oh, hee hee, whatever. It yeah, happens yeah, yeah, to yeah, everyone. It happens, it happens. But like a big one that stinks? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, couldn't he just be like, oh, hold on, the condom broke i'm gonna go get a or new one just be like oh sh- shit i got a fart hold on and run away <laughs> like literally just say that and then come back and laugh and then keep going yeah i would rather that than have to smell it yes yeah so she said i was like whoa you really let that one go and this was the first time we were having sex also <gasps> and he told oh, me oh not a good first impression my bro it gets worse he told me that he wanted me to fart too because it turned him on that was the first nope. and last time I saw him. No, nope. no. I'll do a lot of things for my partner if they're like, oh, let's try. I'm always up for trying. I'm always up for trying. I'm not going to shame. But if she looked me in the eyes and she was like, fart on me, mommy, I think I would dry up immediately and laugh so hard I'd pee myself. Listen, I don't, I don't shame fetishes where no one's getting hurt, right? Yeah, fair. That's fine. Or unwillingly hurt. Yeah, yeah, there we I'm go. There we go. There we go. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If everyone's consenting, that's I don't I don't shame fetishes there. But I think before you start a sexual relationship with someone, mm-hmm. you should let them know your fetishes. Yeah, or like ease them into it. Don't just like fart and then be like, on top of them. Yeah, or just be like if you know be like, "Oh, you can fart in front of me. I kind of like it." Like, "Oh, yeah, that's a good way like, to ease. ease it into it." Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, you know, I guess like you don't have to come straight out and be like, I have a fart fetish. But yeah, maybe like <laughs> ease them into it a little bit. Fart on Not me. Not just the first time you're having sex. Well, and the fact start that. Start ripping them. He, suge- he subjected her to that. Yes. Unwilling participant of a fetish. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Yes. An unwilling participant. If he, it, I would be okay with this. I mean, I still, if it were me personally, I think I would laugh because I'm a child and I'm seven um, mentally. Um, but if, if, if he were to be like, you know, hey, like, let's try some farting play, fart play, I, I, whatever. But if he, like, literally all I'm picturing is, like, he's inside of her and it's just like. Blaze does not like that <laughs> at all. Side eye. You do not have a fart fetish, my he man. Does not. not. even a little bit. All right. That's a, that's mm-hmm. an intense one. Okay. Um, this one says. He's very offended. I'm so sorry. I'm he's sorry. okay, Bubba. I won't ever do it again. Oh, big boy. Oh. He said I was sleeping. He's I smiling on the side. Yeah, he is. Because he's getting a scratches now. Mm-hmm. There it is. Oh, I found the spot. Oh, I'm getting kicks. His, his little me. smile. <laughs> there you go. Okay, hey, good boy. boy. Um, all right. This one says. This girl I was dating was pretty adventurous, and I usually was into it, but this one time she wanted to bring food into the bedroom, and I figured it would be something like chocolate or whipped cream. She came back from the kitchen with some mayo and rubbed it all over my dick. I like mayo on my sandwiches and those alone. Does she like mayo? Because if she likes mayo, 
then what's the difference between that and chocolate? I don't, I, the smell of mayo makes me want to gag. I love mayo, but the smell of it makes me want to gag. And so I think if I smelled it on me in a sexual way, I wouldn't, I think I genuinely, I think listen, I'd throw if up. Listen, this chick is super into mayo, what does he care? She put it on his dick. He's getting a blowjob. That's true. He is not one to Just complain. Plug up your nose, buddy. Don't look and enjoy. Yeah. That one, I'm like, meh. I don't get food in, in, in sex. I do not. It is so messy. That's the fun part. No, like the sheets. You can't get chocolate out of sheets. Oh, no. You have to have a designated messy sex blanket that you use when one of you is on your period or like you don't want to get the bed super dirty. I've just, I mean, if Abby wanted to drizzle me in chocolate, I would let her do whatever she wants. Yeah. But I have no desire to put food into sex. Okay. Also, like, vaginas are fickle. They, oh, the pH balance is... You're not putting it in. No, but even, like, on top. But, like, I guess uh, it would just be, like... No. I could see, it like, okay, if I was, like, eating someone out and putting the food there, then it would taste better. But not that it tastes bad. Just, like, oh, it would taste like chocolate instead. Yeah. But I'm, like, no, I would... I respect the vulva and the vagina. I would never yeah. want to smother it with any food because the pH and the... Right. I don't want any yeast infections or UTIs happening on my account. Right. So then it's... Just, for me, it goes on the body. Yeah. Not on, on the, the bad. I'm fine with licking the body without anything yeah. on it. Yeah, but it makes it more fun when there's something tasty there. You also don't have a big sweet tooth. I don't. So you would just be like, eh, what could we put? Um, ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> maybe this chick didn't eat dairy. Maybe, maybe. So she couldn't put anything. She couldn't put whipped cream or chocolate on him. So she maybe. went with mayo. Yep. Okay. Maybe, That's we, egg based. We found the solution. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm just like, I don't need the food. I'd be fine with it. I'm just like, don't understand why it's such a big thing with sex. I guess because you lick it off people's bodies. Yeah, it's just something fun to just be like, oh, it's quirky. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm always going to circle back around. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. This one says this one. Well, I'm not going to preface it. I'm just going to go. While on our honeymoon, my husband and I wound up with a raging case of food poisoning. As, oh. mm-hmm, as fate would have it, we only had one bathroom. And, no. Mm-hmm, and we took turns on the toilet while the other used the tub to vomit. <gasps> Eventually, the time came when we both had to poop. Nothing says love like seeing your brand new spouse hanging their ass over the side of the tub to poop while you're puking your brains out. That is, that is so disgusting mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i have a really and you know i have a really weird thing about pooping in front of people you won't do it she won't poop if we're in the house no i can't like it, if it's just abby and i in the living room and you are all the way in our bedroom bathroom there's two doors closed in between on the yeah. other side fine that's fine right but if you're in the bedroom or you're in the hallway no. I, it physically will not come out of my body dude i can poop anywhere I anytime envy you i am a pooper my god i just know abby doesn't like to hear it so i don't care like i i'll, yeah. I'll make sure that she doesn't but no. who would i mean unless that's your fetish who would like to hear their partner shitting? Well, like i think some people just doesn't bug them if i heard oh yeah it doesn't pooping, bother it me. would not bother yeah exactly yeah no so but it would bother you think it would bother abby yeah oh yeah she doesn't want to hear me poop okay all right uh, i'm not i'm gonna go ask my girlfriend now and be like I won't poop in front of her, but I'm like, if you did hear me shitting, how would that make you feel? 
because i'm very curious yeah because i'm like it does, like yeah it doesn't bother me at all like i think i grew up around mm-hmm. pooping and farting being funny jokes so to me it's like eh. yeah I, like it doesn't they wouldn't turn me on but it also wouldn't like completely turn me off yeah i feel like we grew up pretty similarly where it's like there was like you just you shit when you had to shit then how are you so clammed up now I don't know. And I really like genuinely, if I had extra money to just like waste on extra therapy sessions, I would like to get to the bottom of this because it started when I was in college in high in high school. I used to shit in front of my we talked about this the other day. I used to shit in front of my friends all the time. Like they would sit in the bathroom with me while I would shit. Yes. And then in college, it just like a switch flipped and I was like, nope. And I don't know what what the pivotal moment was. I want you to deep dive into that. Me too. I really do. I'll do some hypnotherapy or something. To I like, would love for you to do hypnotherapy. Yeah, just really get in there and see what's going on. Mm. Yeah. Um. All right. This was the the last one that was submitted. Oh, I think oh, we're gonna someone's have a Miss Abigail in here in a second, <gasps> or not? <laughs> Maybe she was just closing it. The gate. We heard the gate open and close. Oh no, it's different. Oh, I hear her talking. Maybe she's finishing up a call. Abby? I don't know. She doesn't do phone calls. Oh, so Who sorry. Think she is. She's on An FaceTime accountant? constantly. Yeah, that's FaceTime, not a <laughs> phone call. I didn't know I had to specify that we were talking about FaceTime. All right. All right. Anyway, this is the last. Enough bickering, Emily. <laughs> Get to the quirky God, you're stuff. Being, you're being so quirky. Um, all right. After a bad breakup in college, I went out with some girlfriends and ended up going home with someone. Three days later, I felt something weird when I went to the bathroom. I stuck my finger up there, felt something and pulled out a condom that still had semen in it. I went three days without noticing a semen filled condom was stuck up my vagina. That was on an episode of Broad City. I don't know what that is. Broad City. Oh, you've never watched Broad City. Mm-mm. I'm upset for you. <laughs> You would love it. Is it um is it kind of like office humor or something? Yeah, it's two girls um that live in New York. <gasps> I see clips all the time on TikTok. Curly black hair. Yes. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. You would love it. Okay. okay. Oh my god, please watch Broad City. Okay. Does it have a laugh track? No. Okay, then I will watch it. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah, it's your yes. Yeah, because I have seen clips and I was like, that's it's the one the clip I love from that show is when the girl's dying and she's like, if you die. I'm going to kill myself so we can be together. So you better wake up. Yeah. Yeah. You need to watch Broad City. Okay. okay. That was in an episode where she came out from the bathroom and she's like, I just found a condom inside (gasps) of me. I wonder how common this is. I don't know. But she had sex with a dude the day before. And so she called him. She was like, you left your condom in me. He's like, we didn't use a condom. (gasps) And she was like, so she had a sex with a different guy two days before that. And she was like, she called him and she was like, the condom's from you? And then she was like, the other dude was was fucking me and didn't realize he had a, there was a condom in me. So, yeah. I wonder if this is like a common thing. How do the guy, I guess like if you're just having a hookup, because if you're 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 drunk or if you're with your boyfriend, they're going to tell you it slipped off. Like they obviously pull it off when they're done and throw it away. So if they're pulling out and all of a sudden there's not a condom on them and it's like a one night stand, maybe they're like too embarrassed to say something or like they are drunk. Like that's gross and absolutely yeah, wrong. When that, how often that is. I, yeah, I'm wondering. That's so disgusting. Mm-hmm. Yep. She tried to be safe and wear a condom. I know, get into it. But then just, it was just sloshing around. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, yeah, how, many, how often do you stick your fingers up your vagina all the way up there and fish around for stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes in the shower, I'll do a little whoop clean. 
Huh. Okay. Just with water, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't put soap up your vagina. No. Or other things. Just. You can put fingers. Yeah, I suppose. As long as they're clean. Yes. Poop free. <laughs> poop free. Well, nothing's really poop free, no. as we've discovered. As we've learned. All right. What's our next story? Um, okay. You have hospital stories, history stories, animals, or we could uh, go through the um, exotic. Is exotic okay? Can we say exotic foods? I feel like that's fine, right? I think that's fine. Let's do foods, but first let's check to see if we have another sponsor for today. Sponsor, sponsor. <laughs> and we're back. You're. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I know you were speaking first and I interrupted you. I was saying your ads or your sponsor singing is getting more passionate every episode. I am more passionate about I it. it. I've heard that. I've, I've felt that. Yeah. I'm also really proud of myself to, that I remember to do it twice. Because sometimes yeah. I only remember do it, to do it once. Yeah. And then we legally, not legally, well, I guess contractually, yeah. have to put two in each episode. Yeah. So when I don't remember to do it twice, Emily has to find a random place in and the And then podcast. the audio just, we're like, oh yeah, condoms and vaginas. Welcome to today's sponsor. <laughs> and it's just so awkward. Better and, help. Yeah, better help. There's no warning. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. Let's, let's do foods. Okay. Um, okay, so this is a pecorino cheese from Sardinia. So we're not saying these are dirty and gross. Other people have deemed them this, but we're just seeing if I yeah. would eat them if I wasn't vegan. Yes. Like, like, is this so obscure that, okay. that you think you can wrap your head around it? Okay, I like the word obscure. Yes. Okay, so this is a pecorino cheese. It's a Sardinian specialty. It has been deemed by food critics the most disgusting cheese of the world. We are not saying that. They did. The direct translation of the cheese, I can't, I'm not even going to try and pronounce it, but it directly translates as rotten cheese because it's a block of pecorino cheese where they scrape the top layer off and allow nests of maggots to, no. to uh, ha- no. habitate in there. No, I would not eat that. Are the mag, wait. Mm-hmm. Are the maggots still in there when I eat it? They scrape it off before you eat it. But you are, but it says regionally traditional, the consumption of maggot-laced cheese. Maggot-laced cheese. And it ha- they have outlawed it in several countries because it was making people so sick. Yeah, I was going to say, why do they do it? I'm sure it has something to do with a flavor that the maggots bring. Because people are saying that it doesn't taste good either. Um, they don't say in this article. I did find one more article about it. Okay, let's see. I per well, I wouldn't because it makes people sick. If it if food is outlawed because it's making people sick, I'm not jumping on that. Yes, I don't have that adrenaline seeking part of me. Fair. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Okay, I wouldn't. So it for says, health reasons. Yeah, it says the top of the cheese block was removed like a lid so that flies could lay their eggs inside. The larvae of the cheese flies would burrow around and digest the fats. This process would be so advanced that the cheese would develop a soft liquid texture close to complete decomposition. It rem- it remains uncertain if the pungent smell was what would cause people to throw up or if it was the maggots. I don't think I can't do smells. And I can't do bugs. So I don't think I don't think I could try this. So they liked that it was like it turned the they liked the consistency. It made like the, the texture, I guess. Yeah. So okay. the maggots were there for the texture. I can't. I can't. Anything with bugs. Mm. I can't. Yeah. Just because. Oh, he's not mad at you anymore. Oh, for Tank. I, thank you for forgiving me. Um, 
I wouldn't because it was making people sick. Okay. If if I was back to eating dairy and I was in a foreign country and they're like, try this cheese and they didn't tell me anything about it. And then they yeah. were like, and then I tried it. And then afterwards they're like, by the way, we fermented mm. that with maggots. You right. didn't eat a maggot though. I'd be like, what the fuck? Right. And then I'd be fine with it. But if people are like, this is a maggot cheese yeah. and you might get sick, I'd be like, no, thank you. Right. No, thank you. Yeah. Okay. This is an- another one. Um, it's called, I, I, I'm sorry if I pronounce it wrong, balut or balut. Um, it is a fairly common street food that you can find in both the Philippines and Vietnam. Um, and it is a soft boiled fetal duck egg. So when you open it up, there oh, is. no, you see the duck. And it's like fully formed. Mm, no, I've, like I said earlier, I've never been able to. With a face. Yeah, I've been to a weird restaurant where it was like all the parts of the animals that you normally throw away were what it is. Like I've eaten pig's ear mm. and like cow intestine tongue eye. Mm-hmm. I've eaten all that, but I can't eat. Like I have a hard time. I eat fish now and I have a really hard time when they bring the full fish out. No, I don't want the face. Please, I don't want off. the face. I have a really hard time. I want I want you to flay it for me. Yeah. Um. Even back. I don't think I think I've. I don't remember if I've had, I've, I've probably had duck, but even when I ate meat, I was, I was, I didn't like to eat the exotic lamb, duck mm. kind of thing. I yeah. stick to cow, it's because pig, we, chicken, turkey. I mean, and it's totally like a just regional cultural propaganda thing, but it's like, oh, I, I found this out years ago and I've been devastated since, like in a lot of central and south american countries they eat guinea pigs like it's like their version (gasps) of chickens oh but it's like here because we domesticate them and we use them as pets it's like we would never do that and so it's it's like it totally does boil down to like culture because we've been told that like pigs cows and chickens are our food yeah and guinea pigs and ducks are cute if i was at a michelin star restaurant and i couldn't see that that's what it was yeah like the, it wasn't no I didn't, I you no I don't want to see sorry it. sorry sorry you, um, you know what it is but if I couldn't see it like they minced it up okay yeah I would, I would eat it then to not now back in the day for me it's literally the visual of it yeah so same. I wouldn't be but I would probably be like this was a fermented duck egg mm-hmm. I'd be like hmm fancy please put it on my f- hand and you know you smoke slur- it no you slurp it yeah, I, well, they do weird things at Michelin star restaurants. Oh, sorry. Yes. Um, so they just show you an image of the food and they're like, feel it on your palate. Yeah, pretty much. That'll be $67, please. You think? For the one Oh, image. I was like, mm, no. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I was, uh, I would have if I didn't see it. Okay. But I wouldn't, obviously, now. I yeah. Yeah. Yep. I can only do fish now. Okay, this one's a little bit different because it's, and I think I already know your answer because it can be lethal. So this one's puffer fish. Oh, no. I don't think I would eat it because I'd be so scared of dying. If I'm going to die, I'm not dying because I no. ate a puffer fish. No, I, I eat fish now. And back in the day, I heard this as uh-huh. well when I ate everything. And I was like, no, mm-hmm. I, I don't do things that will risk my life. Yeah. I will not jump out of a plane. I will not jump off a bridge. And I will not eat fun things. with those. But I'm not dying because of something I ate. No, like if I'm going to die. I'm- Says the girl who refuses to give up gluten even though she's extremely intolerant. Hello. <laughs> I am who I am. 
So yeah, and especially Japan, and a lot of times it's been outlawed because you have to go to school for a very long time to learn how to like properly clean the puffer fish yes. because they have a very um, lethal neurotoxin in them where if you don't cook it exactly right, you'll die. And so a lot of these like street vendors were selling it to tourists as like a, ooh, yeah. tell people because the tourists didn't know. And then they were dying. And so now it's like they have all these laws in Japan about how you have to like train Good. for it. But still, even the most trained people can still miss a vein or miss something or like they can poke something by accident. And it's like, it's too dangerous for me. Yeah, no, don't eat it. Just don't. Yeah. Not for ethical reasons, for your life reasons. Right. Okay, this was the last one, and I did watch this on, a, like, a, a Discovery documentary. Okay. Um, it's an Icelandic delicacy. Hot, hot Carl. I don't know. Sorry. Um, <laughs> it's, it's decomposed shark carcass. So it says the shark carcass tastes like strong cheese, but it smells like urine. This dish was invented by the Vikings at the time when they had to conserve as much food as possible. And the preservation technique they developed is still used today. So it's Greenland shark. They're huge. It's very toxic to humans. So the locals bury it underneath the rocks and sand, which press away the poisonous fluids. And then the flesh is fermented from six to 12 weeks and then is dug up and hung up to dry for several months. So then it's not toxic anymore. But it's, they say it smells so strongly of pee that a lot of people that don't grow up in Iceland that come to try it. They can't they can't physically make themselves put it in their mouth because it smells so strong. Um, I've always been against eating shark. Me too, just because you know it's a shark. Yeah. Again it, with the baby talk. What is my problem? <laughs> I need coffee. I need coffee to function as a normal person. You do, you do. Oh my god. Yeah, no, I wouldn't eat it. I think I don't and I'm sure there are gonna be so many people out there that call us hypocrites for saying this because like eating cow is so well, I mean you don't. I don't. But yeah. for me, eating well i don't eat cow either but like what am i thinking because i'm like oh i don't my thing is i don't want to eat shark because it's so bad for the ecosystem like the mm -hmm. sharking industry is, is so horrific and it, and it literally is messing up our oceans and therefore yeah. our air and like it's destroying the planet basically um but also i eat salmon and lobster and, and so oh I'm, yeah i'm sure people are gonna be like you're such a hypocrite but i don't know i feel like you gotta cut it off at some point and it's shark i me. yeah I eat Danny's lobster that he free dives for. That's sustainable. And I support that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 I only I only eat Danny's lobster as well, but it's because I can't afford Other restaurant lobster. lobster. I, I, yeah. Abby and I don't. Or we like lobster, but we don't ever order it because it's so expensive. Yeah. And then Danny just slaps it in front of our face for free. Yeah. And I'm like, well, it, I'd rather not. I'd rather. Yeah. I eat a lot of crab, though. Yeah. And that's really bad, too. But it's so good. So good. Listen. I was vegan. Very difficult in this society. I was like, I won't give up chicken. I feel so bad for pigs and cows, but I cannot give up because I will have, I will only have grain left to eat. Grain, vegetables, and fruit. And I will perish. Welcome to my diet. And technically, I'm not supposed to have the grain. So then I'll have fruit and vegetables left. And that's it. And your girl <laughs> will not make it. So I can't give up chicken. Yeah. It's whatever. We all have our own thing and we all do our own part in a different way. But yeah, I mean... It is all cultural. It's yeah. what you grow up with that you think is normal versus not. And like, if you're grow if you grow up eating fertilized duck eggs, mm -hmm. you're not going to think anything of it. No, and I'm sure they come here and think stuff we eat is just like wild, like yeah, weird. Yeah, it and is gross cultural. And I'm just I personally wouldn't eat, eat, wouldn't eat it now because of my diet, but also because or my life, my food lifestyle, but also just because that's not how I grew up. So mm -hmm. I can't 
in this moment compartmentalize yeah and detach right yeah yeah fair all right you want to give me some hospital stories i want the dirty stuff do i okay um and before we get into this i just feel like i need to just put it out there for the both of us some people have medical stuff going on because of mental illness yeah and we recognize that oh yeah yes but it doesn't make these stories um less gross less gross yeah for the person who had to deal with it yes okay so and and these people like when you're a nurse and a doctor and you have people come in that have these gross stories you know it's due to mental health and like they clearly need help and like support Yeah, but it doesn't make the process of cleaning any less gross for them yes so that is our my little yeah it's less it's not as shameful or judgmental but it's still it's still gross it's still really gross for them yes okay so this says my aunt is a nurse and once had a guy come in with pain in his leg they took him back and discovered a big infected cut and a bunch of bumps around it after trying to dig some of the junk out of it they found living fly eggs and maggots inside his infected cut it took them hours to scrape out Ooh. I lived with an ER doc slash surgeon for two years when I was in college and um, I watched his I was a living nanny and maggots in wounds is so much more common than you think like what because of like people that are homeless home, yeah, yeah homelessness. homelessness and and a lot of times like um if people are not very mobile, they can't turn to see those oh, things. Oh, yeah, yeah, Or they yeah, can't yeah. reach it to clean it properly. And yeah, it, if and, you don't have helping hands. Yeah. Like, and, so, there's stuff that happens on my back all the time. I'm like, Abby, help me. Yeah, Like, yeah. I had you just do the tape on my shoulder. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff you need extra people for. And if yeah. you don't have it, like, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. And you're not going to go to the doctor and be like, can you put this Band-Aid on me? Yeah. Because we're in America and health cost you sucks. $700. <laughs> one Band-Aid. Yep. Um, okay. This one said, when you get admitted into the ICU, we do a head to toe bath. So we're bathing this lady and she had multiple skin folds and one of them smelled particularly bad. We lifted up the fold to get underneath to clean it very well for her and discovered there was a dead frog in her fold. I said to her, as politely and gentle as possible, Ma'am, there's a dead frog under your skin fold. And she said, Oh, that's Bernie. I've been wondering where he went. That can't be real. I don't know. Emily. I don't know. I don't Emily. know. I don't know. Emily. I don't, I don't know. Emily. Like, was it her pet? I think so. Oh, Bernie. That's really sad. No. How did he get in there? I I guess like like if he was like So she was like standing and then she sat down. Yeah, or maybe she like moved a certain way or like Do you lose nerves or like sensation? Mm. Like That's when a your good... skin expands that much. That's a good question. And there's that mu- like extra like extra fat, do you do you become less sensitive like because she couldn't mm. feel it moving or i mean and this is a, a this com- is a genuine question yeah and this is a complete guess on my end maybe your body is just so painful all the time mm. that you don't notice when something is happening okay i don't know that'd be that's a good question i never thought i would hear that story you're welcome i don't think i could have ever thought up that story right that sometimes and like Sometimes I see stories and I'm like, that has to be a lie. But then I'm like, who would think who to would lie think about that? that? Who would think of that? Right. 
All right. This one's a little funnier. It says okay. a guy comes into the ER talking about cramping, constipation and a pain in his genital area. So they do a couple of quick tests and confirm that, in fact, he is constipated. The next thing they do is pull down his pants and look at his genital area. The nurse is completely blown away when she sees that his balls are entirely tucked inside of his asshole and she immediately calls for a doctor. When the doctor asked how this happened, the man said that he had a bet with one of his friends for $100 and also explained that his friend helped him pop each ball in. Okay, so <laughs> he didn't think to start with Mm-hmm. Hey, my balls are stuck in my butthole. Right. He was just. I, let- I got a little crampy cramp mm-hmm. up here. Is there anything you can do? He- Release your balls, sir. He was just bringing them along for the journey, uh, but they were stuck. Like they had to help him get the balls out. Why didn't he? Why did he say he was bloating and constipated? Why Maybe- didn't he say? I stuck my balls <laughs> up my asshole like a fucking asshole. And they're stuck. Please help. Why did you make a nurse go through a treasure hunt Mm -hmm. to find your family jewels (laughs) in a dark ass cave? (laughs) You fuck. What the fuck? I can't. And the fact that I'm going to goddamn roast. Yeah. Yep. And the fact that his friend helped him. I could see being drunk dudes being like, your balls are so long, stick them up your butt. Right. Okay. People do stupid shit Mm. all the time. But time when you're in trouble to stop the stupid shit uh-huh. and actually get help instead of making these doctors and nurses be like, okay, but does this hurt? Does this hurt? All right. You're just wasting your own money. Yeah. You're wasting your time and your money. Go right. in there and be like, my balls are stuck in my asshole. <laughs> what do you, what are you done with it? What do you put on like the little check-in form? Balls in asshole. I mean, I, I've met uh, several ER nurses and they're like, a lot of the time people just stick shit up their asshole. Yeah. Gophers, hamsters. Yep. 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 Food. Yep. Everything gets stuck up the asshole for some reason. Mm -hmm. Well, there's no, there is a reason. There's a G spot in men's buttholes and they really like things touching it, but not in a gay way, apparently. Right. So instead of being safe and going and buying a dildo. No, then then they'd be admitting it, but they'll go buy a fucking hamster. Cucumber. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Chair leg. Go ask your partner to stick their finger up your ass. It's not that big of a deal. Right. Just get into it. A lot of women would be excited to do that because we think it's so like, ooh. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. Yep. Women. We just get excited about everything. <laughs> you have a finger up your butt. Well, it's because how, like, when, at least when I was dating my boyfriend, I was like, let me stick a finger. Let me stick, like, to be, like, joking. Yeah. If he were ever come to me and be like, I want you to stick a finger up my butthole, I would need to know that. You need to watch Broad City. Why? Because there's a whole episode on pegging. Oh, Okay. You really need to watch it. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. It's your homework. Fine. Okay. What I, you gotta I'll do, do it. it. Okay. That next time when you're editing, you know how you just put stuff on when yeah. you edit? Put Broad City What's on. What's it on? Don't ask me questions, okay. but I'm subscribed <laughs> to everything, so you can just use mine no matter okay, what. Okay. 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 Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are some dirty stories. Yeah. So your balls. Balls. My friend, I don't know if I've told this on here before, but my friend got um, Kegel balls stuck up her vagina. What's Kegel balls? Um, oh because mm-hmm, we were like we just like wanted to like try him out and she just happened to go first not like i wasn't like scared but she was just like was excited and like went and so she stuck them up and then couldn't get them out how do you get them out um we put a towel down uh well no you should be able to like stick your own finger up there and and pull. like hook and pull them out but they were her vagine was too tight the balls were too big and she was too slippery 
And so every time she went to go, they would just get suctioned further and further. And she was like, I really don't want to go to the ER. And I was like, all right, pop a squat, my friend. So we laid a towel down on the floor and she squatted. And you stuck your finger up her vagina. What what am I supposed to do? Just be like, figure it out on your own. No, for sure. She was sobbing. And so I was like, yeah, and this was like when I was out. But like this, I would call like one of our friends did it. I'd call up and be like, this is happening. Are you cool with me doing this? Yeah. Yeah. And obviously if she she did the same, I'd be like, yeah, babe. It's not a sexual thing. It's not. You help one of our friends get those Kegel balls out of their vagina. As much as I joke about how much I'm obsessed with Joy and how hot I think she is and how much I love her and whatever, I still would never want to stick my bare hand up her vagina voluntarily to fish out a ball. I would if she needed me to. Yes. But I would not be turned on by this. No. I would not find it fun. It wouldn't be pleasant. I'm sure she has a lovely vagina. I'm sure. But we all have lovely vaginas. But I just I, I don't think I ever want to be that close to any of my friends no. again. No. For a it second might time. Make it a little weird. Yeah. So anyway, we drank That's, heavily after that. I <laughs> think you should have drank heavily before. Before. <laughs> So there you go. All right. I think that's going to be it for today. This has been the dirtiest episode. If you guys liked it, let me know. We can do another dirty episode. Um, we actually have a very, a couple fun yeah. uh, podcasts planned. Uh, wh- should we just tell them what it is? Sure. Uh, Abby's going to be on the next one. Mm-hmm. So the three of us. I don't think we've done the three of us before. No. On a podcast. And our friend Steve. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Emily is our friend Steve. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, Emily and I. I, we just thought of this one. We're going to, tr- we're going to do, <laughs> it's going to be so, so bad. Funny. We're going to read romance novels to each other. Mm-hmm. Erotica. Erotica. So we're sex scenes and trying to make the other person laugh. And if you laugh, you have to take, take a sip of alcohol. Mm-hmm. So it's just going to get worse and worse and so worse. So we've got some fun things planned. Yeah. And then I'll start collabing with people again. But uh, this one was, uh, these, have, yeah. Yep. 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 All right. I love you guys. Please subscribe. Please follow, uh, like us. And uh, if you have any topics or stories, always comment them down below or DM them to Emily so she can organize them for me. Yeah. Um, I love you guys and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Rachel Uncensored, the only place on the internet where you can find the uncensored version of me. Rachel Ballinger. I hope you enjoyed. If you did, please like, subscribe, or follow, or do whatever this platform tells you to do so that you can get notified every time I post a new episode. Love ya! Hi, it's Jennifer, a founder of the Go Kid Go Network. Do your kids love wacky worlds, superheroes, and inventing? Of course they do! That's why our shows Bobby Wonder and Lucy Wow are set in Pflugerville, the nonstop fun and adventure universe where imagination, creativity, STEM, and positive role models abound. Join the Pflugerville fun by searching for Bobby Wonder and Lucy Wow on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts.